Cole, I don't think we have any games to talk about at all this week. What are you saying? There's there's literally nothing to talk about this we week. We literally have seven games picked out. We literally, This is like the best week of college football. There is one game that is debatable on here because we argued. Stop. To- I'm telling you right now, it's not that great of a game this year. Auburn has to win this game to get bowl eligibility. Therefore, you can throw records out of the out of the book. You can all throw. You can also throw coaching staffs out the book, which is what Auburn did a few well, weeks ago. Either way, Owen, it's rivalry week. It is rivalry. It is. Hey, hey, hey! As some fans in a small state of Ohio would call it, it's. The rivalry week. Uh. <laughs> it is the rivalry week. Oh, I know we've talked about it several times this week. You know, West Virginia Pitt, West Virginia Virginia Tech, LSU, and, and Ole Miss. Yeah. LSU versus the world, you know. <laughs> it literally, yeah. <laughs> but this week, you know, we're playing pretty chill games, you know. Yeah, no, definitely no excitement whatsoever. On, yeah. Yeah. Hey, also, by the way. Hmm. That uh, the old golden blue looks good on you right now, bud. Why'd you have to bring it up? As of right now, Cole Victor Connor CVC is wearing a West Virginia Mountaineers hoodie by choice. By, by choice. choice. By choice. I was not. Hey, where's into the hat? Uh, it's in my truck. Oh, I keep it. That's my. That's my driving hat now. Your driving hat. Your trucker hat. Is that? Is that what it is? <laughs> Your trucking hat. As soon as my LSU flat bill comes in, I'm wearing. That. Ew, not, not you a got flat bill, oh. but the same bill. Oh, as well okay, that so it's yeah. trucker. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, welcome into the Panther Pod, everybody. Again, we just want to thank you for listening to us. Uh, that being said, my name's Cole Connor. I'm Owen Spelnick. and you are listening to the Panther Pod Rivalry Week Edition. All right, let's get into it. First game is a rivalry game, actually. Not on many people's radar. Really? But wow. <laughs> it's but almost like all of these games are rivalry games, Owen. Just about. Just about. Um, Except, you know, the ones that we play. But the ones that we, game. yeah, the ones that we play. For the first time in a long time, this game is quite significant. Um. Kansas versus Kansas State. Kansas is actually going to put up somewhat of a fight this year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, especially with Jalen Daniels being back from injury. He mm-hmm. had two touchdowns, one interception last week. He's shown that he really hasn't lost a step. Um, marquee matchup, obviously, between Jalen Daniels and Adrian Martinez. Um, Kansas is 6-5. and five. Kansas State's 8-3. and three. Um, Kansas is 3-5 in conference. K State six and two in conference. Kansas Both these teams have clinched bowl eligibility, so it's not going to be an issue. Um, for those of you who listen to us that are not college football fans, which I don't understand why you would listen to us, but either way, <laughs> um, to clinch bowl eligibility in college football, you need to have six wins. If you have six wins, you get into an extra game at the end of the season. Uh, Some teams actually play more than an extra game if they are challenging for a conference championship, like LSU is doing. I knew it. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Georgia. But either way, um, if you hear us talk about ball eligibility a little bit, that's that's what we're talking about. You need to have six wins to get to another game. 
Uh, Kansas currently leads this series. Really? Kansas leads this series. Oh, God. 64-50 with five ties. Oh. Kansas State, however, is currently on a 13-game winning streak against Kansas since 2009. Wonder why. Wonder why. (laughs) Wonder why. No, Kansas has captured lightning in a bottle um, this year. They've had a tremendous head coach in Lance Leopold. Who just got extended to 2029. Good. Lance Leopold has been locked down. Now, here's, here's what I will say, though. Contracts don't really matter as much anymore because there's always a buyout. There's always a way to get out of them nowadays. Unless your name is Jimbo Fisher. Unless your name is Jimbo Fisher. Well, no, Jimbo can leave whenever he wants without penalty. Without penalty. Whenever he wants Whenever to. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying is Kansas is now locked into a contract with Lance Leopold. I don't know the details, but I would assume Kansas is the one who's locked into a contract with Lance Leopold. Lance Leopold can leave Whenever he so chooses, so like Neil Leopold Brownford, Leopold over Leopold, Leopold. Okay, um, shame on me. No, you're fine. Uh, same goes for Neil Brown. If Gordon Gee, who's the president, or Shane Lyons, mm-hmm, would ever <laughs> leave, anymore. yeah, were ever to be, I don't know, leave, would they were ever to leave uh, WVU, he can leave without penalty. Wow. I wonder if they're going to have a mutual decision. We're about to find out. And uh, by this time next week, I would imagine there will be – I would say by Wednesday's show of next week, we will have news of what's what's happened. So a week from today, mark this in your calendars, folks, even though I know you won't, uh, in your mental calendars. We will hear something about West Virginia head coach Neil Brown next week and where that program is headed. Going back to Kansas yes, State – um, <coughs> bless you. No, I coughed. Oh, excuse you. Um, Thank you. Kansas is actually averaging more points per game than Kansas State. The difference is, is Kansas is giving up, brother, 32.6 to K-State's 18.7. Uh, they're scoring 34.8 to K-State's 32.2. Um Total yards, Kansas is better, 434.8 to 419.5 for K-State. Um, both teams are fairly even on their splits. Uh, Kansas likes to throw the ball a little bit more than K-State does. Uh, yards allowed is a completely and totally different story. However, Kansas is gi- uh, giving up 100 more yards than K-State is. So Lance Leopold definitely has a little bit more work to do on that defense, whether that's bringing in a new D.C. Um, but the main thing is, is Kansas is going to a bowl game for the first time in – what, 15, 16 years? Um, it is, let's see, I want to say 13. 13. Because the last time they went to a bowl game was 2008. Uh, looking at the spread on the last five games, um, Kansas lost to Texas, 55-14. Texas Tech, 43-28. Oak State, 37-16. Baylor, 35-23. And Oklahoma, 52-42. K-State, I'm sorry, um, West Virginia, they law are they beat West Virginia forty eight to thirty one. They beat Baylor thirty one to three. They lost to Texas thirty four twenty seven. A little bit closer game there. Um, beat Oklahoma State at the time number nine ranked Oklahoma State forty eight to nothing, and then lost to TCU thirty eight to twenty eight. So, I'm taking Kansas's last five games with a grain of salt 
because Jalen Daniels was not healthy during that team. I'm not saying that Jason Bean wasn't great no. or wasn't a serviceable <laughs> backup or a good quarterback, but Jalen Daniels has proved time and time again that he is absolutely electrifying whenever he touches the field. Yes. That being said, K-State is still favored to win. Uh, the spread is 11.5, the over-under 62.5, and K-State's favored 85.4 to KU 14.6. Obviously, the matchups are going to be great this game. Jalen Daniels versus Adrian Martinez. Devin Neal versus Deuce Vaughn. More than likely, it will be Will Howard. Really? It will be Will. He has absolutely shown out against <coughs> – he has absolutely shown out for West Virginia. Uh, or of <laughs> You wish. Um, for K-State. For K-State. Okay. Yeah, I'm no, trying that, to think. That uh, makes sense. Will Howard's thousand uh, eleven yards passing, eleven touchdowns, two interceptions. Yep. Um, honestly, Cole, looking at these two teams, obviously Kansas's defense is the issue here. Their offense has no problem scoring points. It's can their defense stop at least get a couple stops? Absolutely. We've seen Kansas State's offense is just absolutely lethal, and their defense is good enough to help win them football games. This also, by the way, has Big Twelve Conference Championship implications on it. Um, yeah, if Kansas pulls it out, I, I would still. I, I mean, at this point. I mean, I would I would say that if if Kansas State does lose, I think they're still going to the Big Twelve Championship game. But I'm not really a hundred percent sure. Let's look at the standings here. Looking at the standings right now, TCU. Oh, here we go. TCU is obviously at the top. They're eight. They are um, at eight and zero overall in con. They are eight and zero in conference. Eleven and zero. Overall, uh, Kansas State is six and two, compared uh, and eight and three overall. The next one behind them, give me a big fat horns down. Texas five and three. Cole, do you realize that if oh, Kansas no. if Kansas <laughs> oh, State no. loses to Kansas, it will be a TCU and Texas Big Twelve championship game. That's such a good game. So this has major Big Twelve comp- Big Twelve, uh, and conference honestly, at that point, that would also have playoff implications as well. Uh, I understand. <laughs> Hear me out, though. <laughs> Bless Thank you. you. Um, if TCU loses to Texas, first off, if TCU loses at all, even in the conference championship game, they're probably not going to make the playoffs. No. Unfortunately, which is ridiculous. It's stupid. But if Texas beats TCU in the Big 12 Conference Championship game, there's no way TCU gets in. I would think not. But but, but here's my thing, though, is if Georgia were to lose to LSU, they for sure are still in the playoffs. Yes. But if TCU, with the same record loses to Texas, they will not be in the playoffs. No. And it will be Georgia, whoever is the winner of the game, Ohio State-Michigan, USC, if USC wins the Pac-12 title, and then LSU. <laughs> we get to get steamrolled in back-to-back weeks by Georgia. 
Yay. No, that's that's only if you win. That's only if you win that you yeah, would make the if. Yeah. Um but in the in, uh, this is 12th ranked Kansas State. The Jayhawks are 6 and 5. Rock chalk Jayhawk? Rock chalk Jayhawk, baby. Let's go. Rock chalk Jayhawk. I, I think that's such a cool thing, too. Yeah, no. Rock chalk Jayhawk for sure in this game. I think Jalen Daniels coming back is going to make all the difference. I think, honestly, that 85.4% to 14.6 is frankly insulting oh, for to sure. Kansas. For sure. um, I think it's going to be a lot closer than that. Um, not saying that if K-State wins, I won't be surprised because they have been consistent all season long. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Jalen Daniels back on the field, I think it's going to be a whole lot better. Looking at the next game, the Apple Cup. I'm Washington. Glad, I'm glad you know. Uh, well, I know, the, I know. The rivalry, rivalry Week is one of my favorite weeks of college football because I can live vicariously. Is it vicariously or vicar? Vicariously. Vicariously with a V. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> I can live vicariously through several different teams because, you know, West Virginia doesn't play its rivals in conference anymore or for Rivalry Week, but that's neither here nor there. Um, At least you played your rival, your main rival this year. And still lost. Um, we play them next close. year, though. Yeah, it was It was close. And you'll play him next year under a new administration. Yep, let's hope so. Um, maybe under a new coaching staff as well. Who knows? Um, Washington, Washington State, the Cougars versus the Huskies. Washington State has cat a fight. Cat. Huskies, dude. I know. It's a dog. I don't understand why this wasn't called the War of Cats and Dogs. <laughs> That'd been a good one. Anyways, Washington State is favored. ESPN is giving them a 52.6% chance of winning this game. Washington State has a 47.4% chance of winning this game. Sorry to interrupt you. Um, Over-under on Kansas-Kansas State game, 62.5, over-under. Oh, over. Uh, I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under? Yeah, I think both these offenses are good, but I don't see them hitting 62.5. I think they're good. I think both of them will score at least 30. That's fair. Um, anyway. Sorry. Anyways, uh, Michael Penix Jr. Stud. 305 for 457, 3,800 yards, Ugh. 26 touchdowns, only six interceptions. But if you look over the Washington State's, the State side, Cameron Ward, not half bad. 2,700 yards passing, 21 touchdowns, eight interceptions. That 3,800-yard uh, mark also um, – Sounds like a lot. It's because it is a lot. It's because um, it is. It's the number one passer in college football right now. Mm-hmm. Let me see how far off he is on the record. It is Wayne Talapapa for Washington. Uh, 113 carries, 653 yards, nine touchdowns. Oof. Again, for Washington State, not much difference on the other side. Nakia Watson, 115 attempts for 663 yards, seven touchdowns. Ooh. Receiving core, Odun's for Washington, for Washington, 65 receptions, 931 yards, six touchdowns. Uh, striving for Washington State, 44 receptions, 544 yards, five touchdowns. You're looking at a pretty much basically even offense here when it comes to touchdowns, yardage, things like that. However, 
Never mind. Um, I was going to make a, a thing about Michael Penix Jr. being close to the total passing yardage record in uh-huh. college football. Nowhere near it. Nowhere near it? Nowhere Who near it. Who holds that record, by the way? You know what? Guess. Set last year. It was set last year? For a uh, quarterback out of Western Kentucky. Oh, Zappy. Yep. Yeah, Blake Zappy. Bailey Zappy. Bailey Zappy, thank you. 5,967 yards in a single season. Goodness gracious. Passed BJ Simons, 5833, and Graham Harrell's 57. Hey, Graham, what do you go? You did nothing for us this year. Joe Burr, 5671 in 2019. Was that his fourth or fifth? Uh, fourth. Case Keenum. Ooh, interesting. Fifth and sixth. 5671, 5631. Who, um, oh, shoot. Um, who did Case Keenum play for in college? Houston. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, back to the Apple Cup. And, sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Tangent there on Michael Penix Jr. Uh, the spread is two. In the favor of Washington, Ooh. and the over/under is sixty. Here's where it gets. Here's where there's a little bit more disparity between the two teams. Washington's putting up almost forty points a game compared to Washington State putting up twenty-seven. Mm. They're giving up. Washington is twenty-five points a game compared to Washington, who's giving Washington State, who's giving up twenty points a game. Um, looking at the last five games for Washington and Washington State, um, Washington's won all five of their last five games. This is a team with a lot of momentum. Mm-hmm. They just <laughs> – poor Buff. Um, they just beat Colorado 54-7. to They beat Oregon 37-34. They beat Oregon State 24-21. They beat Cal 28-21. And they beat Arizona 49-39. Washington State's won their last three, but dropped two games against Utah and Oregon State. Um, they beat Arizona, Arizona State, and Stanford. Uh, Stanford, they actually beat 52-14. But otherwise, it's been uh, within 10 points on their last on their last two games. Um, kind of a hard matchup, honestly. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be an offensive game, yes. especially with matchup between Cameron Ward and Michael Penix Jr., um, as you said. Washington State, their last five games, 31-20 beating Arizona, 28-18 beating Arizona State, 52-14 beating Stanford, yeah. 21-17 and a loss to Utah. And then a 24-10 loss to Oregon State. Uh, both those t- games were back before October ever ended. Right now, um, defenses are pretty much the same for Washington State. And Washington, Washington's giving up 363 total yards of offense compared to Washington State, which give, is giving up 366 total yards of offense. Um, Even with that disparity in passing yardage, though, their points – Points allowed per game definitely favor the Cougars over the Huskies, uh, 19.8. Just to remind you, 19.8 to 25.7 in favor of the Cougars. Anyways, but, sorry. no, you're fine. But 
where the where the real disparity comes from is the fact that Washington can score over Washington State. Yeah, um, quite a good bit. Quite a you have here's the thing. I know we talked about Nakia Watson and Cam, uh, Cameron Ward. I think is what his I've done. Yeah, yeah Cameron Ward. Okay, uh, and we talked about Cameron Ward for Washington State. Yes, they're both really solid back there. But you have Michael Penix Jr. and Wayne Talapapa on the offensive side for Washington. That's a lot of firepower over there. Yeah. Um, and they're also averaging at least 40 points a game. And you see that, too. 54 against Colorado, 37 against Oregon, 24 and 28 for Oregon State and Cal, uh, and then 49 for Arizona. Poor Arizona, man. They, they kept it close. Hey, would you rather be Arizona or Colorado? Yeah. Um, go buff. <laughs> go buff. Uh, total yards. Washington is putting up over 500 yards of offense. Washington State That's is only so putting bad. up 370 yards of offense. Those rookie numbers got to pump those <laughs> up. Rookie numbers got to pump those up. I my here's the thing. My gut is telling me to go with the Cougars. See, I'm I'm going Washington. I am also going to go Washington because I, as much as I would love to see the Cougars pull it out, I think Washington comes victorious. They're too good on offense. Yes, and I they're just yeah they're just too good. And like here's the thing, Washington's got a stout defense, only giving up 20 points a game, only giving up 366 total yards of offense, but they have not met Washington State's offense. Okay. They've not met Washington. And you lost to – Utah's not a bad loss. Neither is Oregon State, but Oregon State doesn't look as great as as Utah. You know, and a loss doesn't look great at all, but kept it really close with Utah, so. Speaking of Oregon State. Oh, yeah. um, The Civil War, one that I learned the name of this rivalry uh, five minutes before we kicked off the show. (laughs) Um, Oregon versus Oregon State. Obviously, this is number nine. Oregon uh, have two losses on the season, nine and two overall. Oregon State's eight and three, five and three in conference. Um, Bo Nix is the starting quarterback for Oregon. Um, Thirty or three thousand sixty-two yards passing, twenty-five touchdowns, six interception. Uh, ben Goldbranson is the starting quarterback for Oregon State. 1,230 yards passing, eight touchdowns, three interceptions. Um, obviously not the same level of talent at the quarterback position. Or position, excuse me. Uh, Damian Martinez for the Beavers. 143 carries, 867 yards, seven touchdowns. Bucky Irving for Oregon, 129 carries. Uh, 851 yards, three touchdowns. Um, Oregon, in their last five, um, beat Utah 20-17. Lost to Washington, as we mentioned, 37-34. Beat Colorado 49-10, poor, poor buff. Uh, Beat Cal 42-24. And beat UCLA 45-30. Oregon State, in their last five, again, 4-1 overall. Uh, beat Arizona State 31-7, beat Cal 38-10, lost to Washington 24-21, beat Colorado 
42 to 9 and beat Washington State 24 to 10. So both teams have only had a loss in their last five, only one loss in their last five games. But the difference is, is Oregon, that was their second loss. Mm-hmm. Their only other loss this year, Georgia. Yep. In opening week. Yep. Um, Oregon State, their only, their three losses are against Washington, Utah, and USC. Obviously, that USC game was 17-14. They got blown out by Udall, 42-16, to and then a close game against – or they dropped a close game against Washington, 24-21. So, a good Oregon State team taking on a very good Oregon team. Mm-hmm. Uh, go Beavers. Are you always. picking – you're picking the Beavs? Um, I have to pick them. They're my Pac-12 champs. <laughs> yeah, they're not, that's not happening. That's not happening. Um, right now, spread is minus three in favor of Oregon. Fifty-nine and a half for the over/under uh, total yards. Oregon has five hundred eleven total yards of offense compared to Oregon State's four hundred and six total yards of offense. At the, or not total yards, average yards of offense. Three. Oregon is giving up 391 versus Oregon State, which is giving up 330 total yards of offense or averaging. Or um, Right now, Oregon just has that high-flying offense, man. 40 points a game compared to Oregon State's got that's, that's averaging 32 points a game. Oregon is giving up 26.5 points a game versus Oregon State, who's giving up 20 points a game. Again, these are two Pac-12 rivalries that are really like offensively, they offensively and defensively, they kind of look fit, they match up very well. They match each up other. very well. However, fly ducks fly. I'm going with Oregon and Dan Lanning, Bo Nix. I'm going with the Pac-12 champions, how, Oregon how State can, and the Beavers. Bo Nix has has 3000 yards passing, 25 25 touchdowns, six interceptions. How are you going to go against the Ducks is what I want to know. Because Oregon State's winning the Pac-12 this year. No, they're not. They are not. (laughs) They're making my prediction come true. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm not having a terrible week like I had last week. That was was true misery, okay? West Virginia lost, and then I went 2-4 and last week in our picks. I'm not going through that again. Absolutely not. That was That was terrible. Give me the Ducks. They're going to go on to play for the Pac-12 title against USC. USC yeah. Uh, game we'll cover a little bit later on as well, that uh, USC-Notre Dame game. Yes, 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 yes. Um, moving on from the Oregon-Oregon State game, South Carolina and Clemson. Mm-hmm. Owen, these two teams are not in the same conference. They are not in the same conference. This game – Really doesn't have that many implications. What? South Carolina just beat Tennessee. What? Spencer Rattler is on a tear right now. What? Now you may be asking yourself at home while you're listening to this podcast. What? Why did we pick a seven and four South Carolina? What? Against the ten and one Clemson. What? That doesn't sound like an exciting game. What? I said that don't sound like an exciting game. What? It doesn't matter what it sounds like to you. <laughs> because it is an exciting game. Oh, and the Panther Pod is gonna give you the smackdown on your can 
a little bit of natural instinct there for you. Um, <laughs> no, so the the only reason, and I think this is fair to say, the only reason why we picked this game is because we saw what South Carolina could do against a top-ranked opponent last and week. And let's be honest, Tennessee has not shown that much vulnerability no. with any other team. No. The, uh, 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 has not shown that much vulnerability until they played South Carolina. How much vulnerability has Clemson shown this year? I can name you three games right off the top of my head. Wake Forest. Mm-hmm. In, uh, no, not really NC State. Syracuse. Yep. Um, Florida State. Yup. Notre Dame. I think the thing to think about with this Clemson team Furman and Georgia Tech both scored multiple times against them. They did. And you know why? Because that D.C. Um, what's his name again? What's his name again? Oh, that's right. Venables. Brent Venables. Now the head coach at Oklahoma. That, de- that Venables defense is gone. Now, yeah. granted, we're not seeing that at Oklahoma right now. However, yeah. however we know Clemson It'll defense. It, it will come. It will, if you build it. It will come. <laughs> a little baseball. A little baseball. Is there. Kevin Costner, why are you walking through my backyard right now, man? <laughs> James Earl Jones? <laughs> a bit of field of dreams there for you. Yep. Um, tail of the tape. Spencer Rattler, as we said, he is on a absolute tear right now. Threw for six touchdowns against Tennessee last week. Uh, 210 for 314, 2,420 yards, 14 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Oh, Lord of mercy. How am I going to say that name? DJ Uyangale. Uyangale. No, Uyangale. Uyangale? Uyangale. DJ Uyangale has thrown for 219 for 335, 2,400 yards passing. 21 touchdowns, six interceptions. Uh, Marshawn Lloyd, 100 carries, 556 yards, nine touchdowns. Will Shipley, absolute stud in the backfield, 171 carries, 960 yards, 13 touchdowns. Points per game, honestly, a lot closer than what I thought it would be. South Carolina, 31.7. Clemson, 34.7. South Carolina's defense is a little bit iffy. 27.3 to Clemson's 20.0 points allowed per game. Um, However, excuse me, total yardage tells a different story. South Carolina, 378. Clemson, 412. Um, Both teams, as far as their spread goes, uh, total yards passing, total yards rushing. Um. South Carolina likes to throw the ball a little bit more, but even then, it's kind of a negligible difference. Excuse me. Yards allowed. Uh, South Carolina is giving up quite a good bit more, about 80, uh, 397 to Clemson's 318. Looking at their last five, obviously, we touched on that Tennessee upset last week that we didn't cover because uh, we thought it was going to be a blowout, but. That's it was it was a blowout actually. Yeah, it was a blowout in the wrong way. Yeah. Um, looking at South Carolina's last five, uh, 63-38 against number five Tennessee. Uh, they lost to Florida 38 to six. They beat Vandy 38 to 27. 
They lost to Mizzou 23 to 10, and they won against Texas A&M 30 to 24. Owen, does this mean that Vandy is better than Tennessee? We're about to find out this week, aren't we? Um, Here's the only difference between Clemson and South Carolina and their records right now is one-score games. Yeah. They could have lost to Syracuse. We're going to lose to Syracuse. Could have lost to Florida State. Almost lost to Florida State. They did lose to Notre Dame. They could have lost, almost did, to Wake Forest. Give me the Gamecocks. Owen, this is in Memorial Stadium in Clemson, South Carolina. I can't say go Tigers. I I will not bring myself to say that. Give me the Gamecocks. I'm picking Clemson. Give me the Gamecocks. The general. Be marching on through Death Valley. Sandstorm is a sick entrance. That is a sick entrance, yes. Better than Inner Sandman, I'll tell you that right now. I don't like sand. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right now, the line, or the spread, I'm sorry, line is 14.5 in favor of Clemson. The over-under is 52. They will hit the under. Yes. They will hit. No, I take that back. Clemson, well, both teams, if Spencer Rattler shows up like he did last week. They will hit the over. They will hit the over. They will hit the over. That being said, we saw what Spencer Rattler was like in Oklahoma. There's no way. There is absolutely no way. He was really good at Oklahoma at one point in time. But he was he was worse than Bo Nix as far as inconsistency he was last year. He was. He was. Um, Change the scene right now. He's not that great this year. He's 14 for nine no. in touchdown interception ratio. But that being said, and six of those came last week, though, too. Mm. Yeah. They still um, won 63-63. Against number 30. five, yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. And I understand why you're picking South Carolina. That being said, I'm picking Clemson. That hype train is a rolling. I know I'm making this off of what I saw last week, but, again, there's not much difference. If you, like, There's not much difference between these two teams. It's just the fact that Clemson was able to squeak by in Syracuse, Florida State, and Wake Forest. You lose, you lose those three, you're you're in the exact same spot as South Carolina. There's a lot of difference in this team because this South Carolina team lost to Florida, thirty-eight to six, a bad Florida team this year. They lost to Mizzou, twenty-three to ten. Okay, but Georgia almost lost to Mizzou as well. Fair. Um. They lost to Arkansas 44 to 30, and they lost to Georgia 48 to 7. So, like, I see it. I do, but I'm still picking Clemson. Giving the game cocks, man. Um, the game. Hmm? What was that? Nothing. Were you saying something off the air? No, I was not. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know what you were trying to. The game that we butted heads. Because over. it's not, it is overhyped. Overhyped. Let me see. It. Let, let me. How many? Tell me, me this. Let how me many set the scene for the audience at home? Five and six. Auburn has to win this game to clinch bowl eligibility against a not bad. Oh God, it's in Brian Denny. 
It's the yeah. This is again why I t- <laughs> against the worst Alabama team in fifteen years. Yeah. Um, Alabama's nine and two. They're still seventh ranked overall. Um, Auburn has a serious issue at quarterback. They've already addressed their issue at head coach, obviously. Um, Gus Malzahn, if you're listening, it's not your fault (laughs) at all. Auburn really needs to bring you back. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought this was in War Eagle Stadium. No, no. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Yeah. It is Um, the most overhyped rivalry in all of college football. It's the Iron Bowl. Solely because it's got the big, fat, crimson A on it. That's the only reason why. And of the kick six. Okay, kick six. How many times does that get replayed? Didn't you have a – didn't LSU – hasn't LSU had a kick six before? It wasn't to win the Iron Bowl. No, it wasn't to win the Iron Bowl. Exactly. Oh, it happens in games. What is the best rivalry in the SEC? The best rivalry in the SEC? Not right now, historically speaking. Well, third Saturday in October is always a good one. That one's always been – tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. It's a good one. Tell but me if not. you say SEC and rivalries, what is the game that everyone thinks of? Third Saturday in October? No. Or, or the Iron Bowl? No. Yes. Everyone automatically says the Iron Bowl. The only reason why anyone thinks of the third Saturday in October is because of the absolute tear that Tennessee went on early on in this season and is still going But no, on. But still, still before then, that rivalry has always been historic. It's a and great. good game. It's a great game, but Alabama has constantly won that game just like they've won everything else. They didn't always used to win it just like they didn't always – like just why they've dominated this Iron Bowl. And the last time that mm. – mm. It's better than LSU and Alabama, mm. I'll tell you that mm. right now. Mm. Mm. <laughs> the last time that Auburn won against Alabama yeah. was in 2019. When's the last time the Tennessee won against Alabama before this season? Exactly, you can't think of it because it was so irrelevant because okay, Tennessee okay, sucked. Okay, but tell me this. Tell me this. When was the last uh-huh, time that uh-huh. Auburn beat Alabama uh-huh. before 2019? Uh, 2012. Exactly. How many? Seven years. Seven years. Exactly. Seven years of dominance, and then you got one little spurt. One little spurt. Sometimes that's all it takes. The Iron one, Bowl one is game. the Iron Bowl one game because it is s- awesome, and I will not, I will not budge on that. I will never budge on that. I oh, think it's the, the best spread, rivalry in college sports. The spread sports. is minus twenty-two. The over/under is forty. I mean, the over/under is what it is. The spread is minus twenty-two. ESPN doesn't even have Auburn. Like they, they're not even giving Auburn a ten percent uh, chance to win this game. Auburn. Owen, Owen, can you read out what that what that favored for ESPN is? I'm not reading actually. it out. No. Why not? Because I I, I will read it. It doesn't matter <laughs> Does it what work? the spread is. It doesn't matter what ESPN thinks that Auburn's going to do against Alabama because it is a rivalry game. We've been over this. You can throw records. You can throw everything else out at yes. that point. Am I still picking Alabama to win? 100% absolutely. Pick this game? Because I'm also picking Alabama to win this game. Because it is a good game 
and I want to talk about it. It was a good game last year. I will give you that. And it was a good game the year before because Auburn won. And it's always a good game. It is the most overhyped no, rivalry in really all of college isn't. football. It is the most. Oh, I would really also. I would. Isn't. I would even say the game is also overhyped because of Ohio State's no, dominance. Yeah. No. The game is for sure overhyped. Your SEC bias is shining through right now. I want you to know that because it's awesome. There are so many more rivalries, and we've talked about some that are just as good, if not sometimes better. Last year, in overtime, twenty-four twenty-two. Year before, forty-two to thirteen, Alabama. Year before, 48-45, Auburn. Year before, 52-21, Alabama. 52-21. 2017. I was wrong on this, and I will admit that. 2017, Auburn wins 26-14. Okay, okay. 2016, 30-12. 30-12. 2015, 29-13. Mm-hmm. 2014, 55-44. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. What's that think about records again? 13, the year I thought. 34-28, Auburn. Okay. That's kick six. How many times how many blue how many blowouts are there in that? That means that it means two and a, a half good that means that you require game. That means you require at least two or more touchdowns. What I would consider a blowout. Two touchdowns, eh. Or mm-hmm. Three. Four. Yeah, thirty to twelve was a blowout. Five, six. Yeah. So over the course of that time, in the years that Auburn didn't win, they were all blowouts. You know what? The most overhyped rivalry in all of. Co- it, I'm not saying it's a bad rivalry by I, any means. Cole Connor being sound of mind, body, and will. Am changing my pick from Alabama to Auburn. Because records do not matter, and Auburn is going to shock. Uh, yeah, the obviously world. it doesn't matter because Alabama steamrolls the, the majority of the time, <sighs> and hand the Crimson Tide their third loss of the season. Auburn has an issue with quarterback. Yeah, Auburn has an issue with a coaching staff. You know why? Because they don't have one. It's not like other years. Auburn has been stable and had a head coach it's coming into this like game. It's not like other years, and I understand that. However, I still think it's a good game. It is a good rivalry, yes. It is overhyped because it has the Crimson A next to Auburn, and it's in the in the letters SEC Follow this game. My that's SEC only, bias is showing. That's the only reason why. Call me ESPN because I'm shoving yes. Or call me ESPN because I'm shoving SEC down your throat. Speaking of which, actually, let's go on this tangent because Paul Feinbaum oh apparently, my God, apparently says TC. Let's let's be frank. If TCU wins out and they go to the Big Twelve Championship, which is a game that none of us will be watching. Bull crap! Bull crap! Are you kidding me? Tell us how you really feel, ESPN. We already knew that you lied in bed with e- with e- with the SEC. Now you just now 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 <laughs> you are just blatantly saying it. With that, you are just blatantly saying it. 
ACC is only the best conference because ESPN decides to pay each school $100 million. That's the only reason. The only reason. Since 2013, it has been so top-heavy in this conference, except for 2019. It has been so top-heavy in the conference that it's been Alabama, 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 the occasional Georgia somewhere in there, Alabama, Alabama, Alabama. Oh, that's right, LSU was good for a year. Next year, off. They dropped off, fired their head coach. The most overrated conference in all of college football. The only reason why LSU fired Ed Orgeron was because of the off-the-field scandals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, didn't he also go 6-7 uh, and seven that year? Yeah, we got bowl eligibility. How does it feel? I also got bowl eligibility that year, too. Yeah, that year, not this year. I also got bowl eligibility the year before that one, too. So, ha! Just because you're a salty old man... Don't come for the SEC like I that. Am com- I am I am coming for the SEC if the SEC wasn't constantly like praised as the best conference. There's other because football Because they out- are. They are not. They are not. This year, I would argue, yes, they are. Yes, they are. It, because Big and Ten. And the year before that. No, absolutely not. That. Absolutely and not. The because they were that. not that deep. They have not been that deep. Owen, Both divisions Owen, are Owen, genuinely Owen, deep. Owen. In- Owen. Who's won the most national championships out of every single conference in college football? How many of those were Alabama? Who's won the most? Alabama. So would you say that if Oklahoma was in the national championship picture every single year, which they are, and you cannot argue that, not this year, not since Lincoln Riley's departed, but... are you So are you counting playoffs then? Yes. Okay, okay, so you're counting playoffs. Yeah. When I say national championship picture, I mean the national championship picture. One of the four teams selected to be in. Obviously, you're going to have an Ohio State or Michigan, normally Ohio State. But if Oklahoma, if Oklahoma would have won some of those national championships from Alabama or if they would have advanced past the first round of the playoffs – would you be sitting here saying that the Big 12 is better because look at all these championships? No, because look because no, I think the Big 12 is better this year because of how deep they are because you don't have oh, Texas. I'm sorry, on. because all of y'all suck? No, no, because we all play each other, sir. How many when's the last time you played Georgia out of an SEC championship game? When's the last time you played South Carolina? Out of an SEC championship game. When's the last time you played Florida? Out of an SEC championship game. When's the last time we played Kentucky? Outside Florida, of- last two years. Okay. South Carolina, year before. Okay. Georgia. 2019 in the SEC championship game. 2019 in the SEC championship game. Tennessee was this year, but before then, when? Uh, 2017. Kentucky, when? 2018. Vanderbilt, when? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't Sweet matter. Medium. Exactly, exactly. You know when the last time West Virginia's played Iowa State? This year. When was the last time they played uh, Oklahoma? This year. We play our whole conference every year, every, every year. I'm not saying Big 12 is the best conference because, as, because and, and this is the thing too, is we're automatically looked at as a bad conference when Oklahoma or Texas aren't in the conference championship picture or in the title picture this year. 
It's clear and blatant with TCU, and it was clear and blatant last year with Baylor and Oklahoma State. The only reason the SEC is considered the best conference in all of college football is because Alabama has won 13 national championships, seven in the last, I don't know, decade. That's the only reason. Oh, and then, by the way, Georgia's been good. And, yeah, LSU was won a national championship in 2019. So, yeah, let's – three teams that won a national championship. Oh, by the way, they won 15 – or, I'm sorry, Alabama's won seven plus two – all right, so nine. So, SEC's won nine championships. Alabama won seven of those. You don't, That doesn't make you the best conference. You know why Alabama? You know why Alabama goes to the national championship game because they don't have to play Alabama. They don't have to play Georgia in the regular because season because they're the best. They are. They. I will not argue. They are a good. They are a great program, historically great and great now. And the SEC rises up to meet that challenge year after year. They now, granted, do not do we get our teeth not. caved in a majority of the time? Yes. Yeah. But When's in the last a time? in a regular season matchup or in a playoff matchup, who would you take? LSU. I'm trying to think of a relevant team from another conference. LSU. Oregon? Yeah, I'll take Oregon. No, LSU or Oklahoma. Are you? Talking, oh, sorry. Are you talking? We this, saw what happened this year, or this year, or previous. It doesn't year. matter what year you pick. LSU is beating them that one time. One time. Oh no, sorry. Do we want to go over Oklahoma's playoff history again? I because I'm pretty we sure can. they haven't ever made a national championship no, game. Not not in Lincoln Riley's era, but they have with Bob Stoops. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about the CFP. Oh, I didn't I'm realize sorry. that we were Bob bringing Stoops up the CFP. Bob Stoops was C- coaching during the CFP. You're ridiculous. I'm just saying. I didn't I'm realize tired. we were giving our fans an inside look into <laughs> what happened. Outside of the podcast, this this is I'm telling you right now. SEC is not the best conference. Are they this year? Yes, they are are they this year? Absolutely, because Big Ten all they have to show for is Ohio State and Michigan, and, and even then they've played cupcake. Let's and be real. let's be honest. Yeah. They've played cupcake games, and when they got to a relevantly decent team, we saw Ohio State almost lose to Maryland and last week, and Michigan almost lose to Illinois. Okay. SEC this year is very deep in both divisions because Ole Miss, Arkansas, and LSU were all better than expected this year. Arkansas, well, I'll say LSU was better than expected this year. Okay, so Alabama had a tough time with all three of those teams. Tennessee. Tennessee all of a sudden was good this year. Florida was halfway decent with Billy Napier. They've made bowl eligibility. Okay, Georgia's always good. Kentucky is good. Okay, but Kentucky played a tough – Has been good for the past two years, thank you very much. past two years. Past two years, past two years, you still have Vanderbilt, okay? And Vanderbilt, if they beat Tennessee this week, I'm sorry, can... Vanderbilt is our West Virginia. Oh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> our Vanderbilt is our West Virginia. Excuse me. At least my head coach, who won me a national title, didn't go to my rival cross state. At least my coach didn't go. At least my head coach didn't go win multiple national titles with a better program, oh, a sorry. more well-funded program. <laughs> I'm sorry, my head coach didn't slink off in the middle of the night to join my biggest. Great, Cole. Thanks. Thanks. Let me just go find that. I hate you. Fifty-one minute. Dad I gum genuinely you. hate Dad you. Dad gum you. I genuinely hate you. Dad gum you. 
We didn't even get to talking about the Iron Bowl. I genuinely hate Dad you. Gum I just you. want you to know that. Dad gum you. <laughs> I love you. Mm-hmm. You're my brother. Yes. Let's just move on from the Iron Bowl. Because obviously we can't talk about it without bringing up bad feelings. So much SEC bias. <sighs> Moving on. Would I love to be in the SEC as a West Virginia fan? Absolutely. Absolutely. I hate the bias that comes with it, though. Moving on from the Iron Bowl, because obviously we can't <laughs> we talk can, about it we cannot talk. without, you know, just bringing up all the feelings. <sighs> a game that neither one of us have skin on, Notre Dame-USC. Fighting Irish. I'm honestly shocked that this does not have a name. I am this very shocked. Does not have a name. Yeah, I'm very shocked that this does not have a name. Um, Notre Dame's eight and three on the season. They're ranked 15th. Let's be real. Speaking of media bias, um, Notre Dame. The only reason why they're ranked 15th is because of that gold on their helmet. Yes. Um, USC six overall, ten and one. You know why they're Very not number legit. five? You know why they're not number five? Because LSU, LSU is, is, baby. Because LSU's number five because of SEC bias. Because there's an SEC logo on their field. I'm sorry, did USC beat Alabama this year? USC hasn't played Alabama this and year. They, and they won't because Alabama's not making the CFP, baby. Oh, my gosh. And neither is LSU. I hope not. <laughs> I honestly hope not. Um, anyway, spread, that got very heated very quick. That really did. Spread is five and a half in this game, favoring the Trojans over under 64 and a half. Um, Drew Pine for Notre Dame is 141 for 228, uh, 1,703 yards passing, 19 touchdowns, five interceptions. Not bad. Caleb Williams. <laughs> <laughs> 250 for 385, 3,000. Wait, 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 3,400, 3,400. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm sorry, sorry, go ahead. Uh, Caleb Williams, 250 for 385, 3,480 yards passing, 33 touchdowns, and three interceptions. May, may we remind you, this man threw it for 470 yards last week and has only mustered three interceptions the entire season. Uh, Audric Esteem from Notre Dame, 136 carries, 782 yards, 11 touchdowns. Uh, Travis Dye for USC, 145 carries, 884 yards, 9 touchdowns. I want to say Travis Dye is out for this game. I'm not quite sure. I'll fact check myself. I'm going to fact check myself. Uh, He's listed as active. Okay. So, that being said, I think he's in. Um. Points per game, Trojans are obviously steamrolling everyone. They are uh, scoring 42.9 on average. Notre Dame, 31.0. Uh, points allowed per game, excuse me, Notre Dame, uh, 20.3 to USC's 26.3. Yes. Notre Dame's better. Travis Dye is out for this game, carted off with a leg injury last week. Oh, dang. Um. 20.3 is better, 
but it truly doesn't matter if your offense is scoring 42 points a game. Total yards, USC steamrolling them, 513 to 380. Yards allowed, Notre Dame a little bit better, 317 to USC's 405. Again, doesn't really matter how many yards you're giving up if you're USC's out here playing Big 12 football in the Pac-12. Let's be real. Ah, uh, but I mean the Pac-12's been playing Big 12 football all since season. the 70s. Yeah, yeah, I mean you got the West Coast football and right now Washington, Washington State, Oregon, USC, UCLA, yeah. they all got high flying offenses right now. Notre Dame's last 5 they have one. USC's last 5, they lost to Utah in a wild wild game. Um, you know, obviously we can go into everyone they've played. Notre Dame's last five, I will say, a little bit weaker than USC's last five, but honestly, not really. Not, yeah. Like, Boston College, Notre Dame won 44 to nothing, as expected. Navy, close game, 35-32. A lot closer than it should have been. They beat Clemson. 35 to 14. At the time, number four ranked Clemson. Um, Syracuse, number 16 in the country, 41 to 24. Notre Dame won. Uh, UNLV, 44 21. USC's last five. Obviously, they won that insane game last week, uh, 48 to 45. They beat Colorado 55 to 17. They beat Cal 41 to 35. They beat Arizona 45 to 37. And then they lost that insane game against Utah 43 to 42. USC is the better team. Um, everyone has said that as far as spread goes, as far as matchup predictor. The spread media, right now is five record. and a half in favor of USC. Um, USC is the better team. I'm picking USC. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? You know what? You know what? Fight on. Give me the Trojans. Oh, I thought you were saying <laughs> go fight an Irish there for a second. Go fight an Irish. No, no, no. That's that's the thing. They throw up the peace science. Fight on. I'm picking the Trojans. Absolutely. There's no way Notre Dame stands no. a chance in this game. No. I mean, I mean, there is. There is. I think it's going to be a competitive football game, but I think USC will pull away with it probably early on in the third quarter. Yeah. I mean, there's just – there's no – there's – yeah. No, USC's got this game in the back. I, you know, they go on to play. I would imagine it would be, would, it would be Oregon next week uh, in the Pac-12 championship game. Who knows? It might be Oregon State. It, it's not going to be Oregon State. Um, do you realize how much has to happen in order? Oh for no, Oregon we to- we talked about it. We yeah. talked about it last week. Uh, I think we talked about it on Sunday, actually, mm-hmm. on the Sunday show. Anyways, I've got USC. The Trojans are winning this game for sure. Going to go to the Pac-12 title game, so for sure. Um, to the main event. Last but not least, Owen. It's time to talk about the game. It's time to play the game. Number three, Michigan, 11-0, 8-0 in conference, takes on number two, Ohio State, O-H-I-O, 11-0, 8-0 in conference. 
Ohio State is favored by seven and a half. The over under is 56. ESPN has Ohio State winning 71.8 to Michigan's 28.2. Looking at stats, a lot of that has to do with one man, CJ Stroud for Ohio State. 204 for 307, 2,991 yards, 35 touchdowns, four interceptions. J.J. McCarthy, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I think he is playing. I know there was some questionable. Okay. Uh, J.J. McCarthy, not a slouch for Michigan by any means. 165 for 247, 1,952 yards passing, 14 touchdowns, two interceptions. The main difference maker in this game, Michigan likes to run the ball. Michigan likes to control the clock. Blake Corum, 245 carries, 1,457 yards, and 18 touchdowns. However, in Mayan Williams, Ohio State has a decent back. 117 carries, 783 yards, 13 touchdowns. Michigan dominates defensively. I think that's very fair to say, looking at their stats. Points per game, Michigan 39.4, Ohio State 46.5. Points allowed per game, Michigan 11.7. Ohio State 16.9. Not bad. Ohio State has more yards, about 40 more yards, 492 to 452. Um, Ohio State's also giving up about 40 more yards a game, 283 to 241. Oh, and both these teams are 11-0. They've both obviously won their last five games. Looking at both of these teams in their last five games, Michigan won against Illinois (laughs) 19-17 last week. Beat Nebraska 34-3, beat Rutgers 52-17, beat Michigan State 29-7, and beat number 10 Penn State 41-17. Ohio State, again, close game last weekend. We already talked about it. Wild week in college football. 43-30, Ohio State pulls out the last-second win, which the score does not show that, but it was a last-second win. Um. Indiana, 56-14, Ohio State won. Uh, Northern, they beat 21-7. Penn State, they beat 44-31. And Iowa, they beat 54-10. I think it's very fair to say that this is the game of the week. There's a reason why it's called the game. It is a Big Ten Clash of Titans. Whoever wins this game automatically gets a title shot. And whoever wins this game wins the Big Ten, essentially. This is what happens when a Ferrari goes into a brick wall. Is the Ferrari, Ohio State, their offense, going to go through the brick wall in Michigan's defense? Or is what what is going to happen... Michigan's defense going to capitalize and stop Ohio State from scoring. 
as good as Ohio State's offense is, I think Michigan's defense is better. I think their time management and running the ball is going to get them this game. I am picking Michigan. Spread, seven and a half, in favor of Ohio State. Over-under is 56. I'm going to say... That over-under is ridiculous, by the way. You think it is? Yeah. Unless Ohio State immediately comes out and is like, yeah, no, Michigan should not be ranked number three. Here's 40 points in the first quarter. It's a possibility. It's a very good possibility. But I think this is about as even as a coin flip as you can get. You like that Oregon State pick, I did. I did like that Oregon State pick. Um, am I am I gonna say it? Am Am I gonna say it? In this game, will you get C.J. Stroud dominant offensively? J.J. Mm-hmm. McCarthy and Jim Harbaugh for Michigan dominant defensively. Even though J.J. McCarthy does not play defense. Um, but even then, J.J. McCarthy and Michigan's offense has proved that they are not any kind of slouch. Mm-hmm. It's just that their defense makes up for any kind of shortcomings the offense has. And that's not saying Michigan's offense has shortcomings. They have a running back who's going to rush for 1,500 yards. So I guess I'm going to say go, go, go blue. Go blue. Are we uh, both picking Michigan? We are both picking the Wolverines. Wolverines. Um, I am picking the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, I think they do win this game, and I think they are a repeat into the college football playoffs. Jim Harbaugh, I think, finally has their – Jim Harbaugh got their number last year. I think he still got their number. Uh, give, me the, give me the Michigan. Give me the Wolverines. The one thing I will say about Michigan is that they McNamara last season, our last game between Michigan and Ohio State, um, he went off. I think mm-hmm. he had like five touchdowns in the first half or something like that. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, after a heated seven games that we <laughs> we went through, I'm sorry for you're fine. Anything that I said. That truly hurt your feelings. No, I, you, you didn't hurt. Said, it's you pure. said some stuff that truly, truly upset me. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's I'm fine. sorry. I apologize. It's okay. I understand why. I apologize for the Alabama LSU dig. That was. It's, it's fine. I apologize for bringing up Rich Rod. You didn't bring up Rich Rod. We brought up because you said no, how do you? Because I. That's our edit point. <laughs> it, it doesn't. It's fine. It's, it's whatever. It's, I can bleep it out. It's okay. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Why is it always the last week of college football that? <laughs> because last 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 season we had to, woo. Yeah, Anyways, um, CFP rankings. Do you want to do the top five? Yes, I want to do, do the top five. Yes, I want to do the top five. Yes. Gee, I, I wonder why. I want to do the top five. Okay, number one is eleven and zero Georgia after beating Kentucky last week, sixteen to six, close game. Uh, number two is Ohio State, 11-0. We've just talked about them in Michigan. Michigan is number three, also 11-0. TCU is 11-0 after beating Baylor in a wild last-second field goal uh, last week. 11-0, they're going to the Big 12 championship. They take on Iowa State this weekend. 
Uh, number five is the Tigers of LSU, nine and two, headed to the SEC championship game. We'll talk about them in a minute. They take on the Texas A&M Aggies this upcoming weekend. <sighs> number six is USC, ten and one overall. Number seven, love to say it, Alabama, nine and two, probably going to be ten and two, but that's all right. Yep. Uh, yep. Number eight is Clemson, ten and one overall. Number nine is Oregon, uh, and number ten is Tennessee. What was that? That was my fan on my computer. Ooh. That didn't sound good. It's fine. It's back on now. <laughs> Just got a little hot, I guess. <laughs> uh, number 11 is Penn State, 9-2 and two overall. Uh, Penn State nine and two overall, twelve K State eight and three, uh, thirteen Washington nine and two overall, fourteen is Utah eight and three, fifteen is Notre Dame eight and three, sixteen is Florida State eight and three, seventeen is a team that no one is talking about that should be ranked a lot higher than what they are. It's okay, just keep going. Uh, UNC nine and two. Um, 18 is UCLA, 8 and 3. Uh, after dropping that game to USC, number 19, little brother, Tulane, 9 and 2. Uh, 20 is Ole Miss, 8 and 3. 21 is Oregon State, my Pac 12 champions. Go Beavers, uh, 8 and 3 overall. 22 is the most overrated team in college football, UCF, 8 and 3 overall. 23 is Texas, Owen. Horns down. Horns down. Uh, seven and four. Only right. Only reason why they're ranked in the top twenty-five is because of that Texas Longhorn image. Twenty-four is Cincinnati. Uh, nine and two overall. Twenty-five is Louisville. Seven and four. Yep. To all the listeners right there, if we sound a little distracted, I apologize. My computer. I don't know what is going on. It's currently like. Hold on, let's see. If, I'm going to put the mic here close to it, see if everybody can hear this. I don't know if you could hear that or not, but it was, uh, it's got an interesting, I mean, the computer's fine, like, it's, it's, it's totally fine, so we're fine right now. It's, yeah, no, we're fine. Okay, it's fine. We're totally fine. We're good. We're fine. We're fine. It's we're, fine. We're Everything's fine. fine. Um, I, if my computer overheats, it overheats. It is what it is, I guess. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Finals week, we'll do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> my computer's also like, I'm tired, boss. I won't go home. I won't go home. I'm pretty tired. I guess I go home now. It's not overheating. Like, it's fine. It's Okay. The computer's fine. Okay. Um, CFP rankings, thank you. <laughs> For yeah, that, absolutely. for covering me on that one. That no, was, you're fine. You're, <laughs> I thought your computer was about to blow up, I, so we're good. I did too. It's running fine. Like everything's, yeah, it's it's, it's perfectly fine. So we're we're okay. Uh, just another day in the life of the Panther Pod. Gotta love it. Yep. All right, Owen. You want me to go first? Or you want to go first? I'll go first. I'll make it quick. <laughs> um, West Virginia plays Oklahoma State this weekend. This game literally means nothing. I mean, Neil Brown's going to finish with his third losing season in four years with the Mountaineers. This will be the second time that he will not go to a bowl game. 
Um, this will be the second time he will not go to a bowl game in his four years at West Virginia University. Uh, the line right now is favored, or the spread is eight and a half for Oklahoma State. The over under is sixty one and a half. ESPN currently has Oklahoma State pegged as a seventy one percent chance of winning this game, compared to. West Virginia, who they believe has a 29% chance of winning this game. West Virginia is putting up 31.5 points uh, on average per game. West Virginia, or, uh, Oklahoma State is putting up 33 points uh, uh, per game. West Virginia is allowing 34 points a game on average compared to Oklahoma State, who's allowing 30 points a game on average. West Virginia is putting up 405 total yards of uh, on average yards of offense compared to Oklahoma State, who's giving up, who's putting up 420 yards of offense. Um, West Virginia is allowing 417 yards of offense compared to Oklahoma State, who's allowing 451 yards of total offense. Um, JT Daniels is not starting this game. It is, once again, Garrett Green, who will be taking snaps under center. Spencer Sanders is starting for this game. However, he had four interceptions last week against – Daggummit, who did they play last week? Uh, oh, uh, o- 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 Oklahoma. O- o- Oklahoma. Oh, that's right. It was Bedlam. Oh, daggummit. I f- I'm sorry. Oh, I'm you, sorry. You hate to see it. Hate to see it. Uh, Didn't West Virginia, like, beat – Oklahoma. We were there. That's their only win within their last five games. The pit of despair and sadness is upon me. A loss to Texas Tech, forty-eight to ten. A loss to TCU, forty-one thirty-one. A loss to Iowa State, thirty-one fourteen. A win for the first time since two thousand eight. Not over Oklahoma. Not a program win. Not West not, Virginia's not a won. conference. Not a conference win. No, no, no. I'm saying like. West Virginia's won more games since 2008. It's just the first time that West oh yes, yes, beat. yes, 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 yes. Uh, beat Oklahoma 23-20, and then last week lost to Kansas State 48-31. Last five games for Oklahoma State, they're about in the same boat. They've only won two games. Beat Texas 41-34. Lost to Kansas State 48-0. Lost to Kansas 37-16. Beat Iowa State 20-14. And then lost to Oklahoma last week, which I forgot, 28-13. Uh, Sorry, we both kind of touched how Bedlam sucked this year. Yeah. Um, it's it's at Oklahoma State. We are going to Stillwater. This game, I mean, tickets are as low as $13. I really don't know what to tell you. Tony Mathis will be there for this game. So will Triple J and Jalen uh, Johnson, I think. Jalen Anderson. Jalen Anderson will be there. He is our fourth string running back. Um, yeah, I mean, Spencer Sanders is 17 for 19 uh, right now. Sam James did, had an amazing game last week. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I'm at the point where losses don't hurt anymore, and it's kind of sad. Have you ever been there as a program? No, you haven't. Um and I never thought I would either, but right now it just kind of is what it is, and I'm trying to make it through the end of the season. This is this is absolutely dreadful, and I can't believe it's happening to me. Um, yeah, West Virginia takes on Oklahoma State. Um, what you got for me, Cole? <sighs> Knowing all that, I'm picking Oklahoma State to win. I don't blame you. Yeah, I, I don't blame I'm, you. I'm truly sorry. 
No, no, I don't blame you. After what you've seen this season, I mean, yeah. It, granted, you got to see them in person. You got to see Garrett Green in person. Yeah, no, and I'm not taking away from how electric Garrett Green is, and I think he's going to be a good quarterback whenever he has a coach that actually has faith in him. Um, and I think Neil Brown just doesn't have faith, and I think the only reason why he's putting Garrett Green in right now is to garner any amount of respect at all from the fans. Yep. Um, no, I'm picking Oklahoma State, and I, I'm sorry. No, that's understandable. I understand. Uh, moving on, LSU takes <laughs> the 9-2 and LSU Tigers, fifth-ranked team in the nation, take on the 4-7 and Texas A&M. They are 1-6 in conference. Um, we've talked at length about how Texas A&M is garbage this year. Mm -hmm. That's fair to say. Um, They lost to South Carolina 30-24. They lost to Ole Miss 31-28. They lost to a eh, Florida team 41-24. And they lost to an Auburn team who is struggling to make bowl eligibility uh, 13-10. Oh, but they beat UMass uh, 22-3 in the SEC's third bye. Um, looking at LSU's last five, wow, forty-five to thirty-five, Florida, forty-five to twenty, Ole Miss, thirty-two to thirty-one in overtime. Thank you against Alabama, thirteen to ten against Arkansas. Trap game, haven't heard of her. Uh, Forty-one to ten in the bye week last week. This game is in College Station. The spread is 10 in the Tigers' favor. LSU has a 73.4% chance of winning this game. Owen, I got two words for you. Jaden Daniels. He is the Tigers' leading passer. 217 for 312. 2,377 yards, 15 touchdowns, 2 interceptions. Jaden Daniels. Also, team's leading rusher, 162 carries, 740 yards, 11 touchdowns. You know what both those stat lines have in common? What? They're both better than anything that Texas A&M can put on the field. Right now, our offense is scoring 33.4 points per game. Texas A&M, 21.4. Points allowed, our Tiger defense, 20 points allowed per game Texas A&M 21 we are getting a little under 100 more yards per game and we are allowing 20 yards less I'm going to be honest with you this has all the markings of a trap game but it does not matter if we drop this game, the only reason why it would matter is in the eyes of the CFP. Yep. Do I think that LSU is ready to go compete for a national championship? Absolutely not. If we win this game, I think that LSU will be ranked number four. I think that USC deserves that four spot more than LSU does. And I will gladly say that. Even if we win that national championship this year, 
I think USC deserves it more than we would. Oh, yes, 100%. That being said, go Tigers, and I will always love this team. It is in College Station. LSU is favored heavily. Um, As I said, this has all the markings of a trap game. But, you know, honestly, this is – I wouldn't be surprised if Jaden Daniels isn't pulled midway through the second half and Garrett Neusmeyer's put in because we have bigger fish to fry than Texas A&M. We can afford a loss here. That being said, Texas A&M is 4-7, and seven, and they have a long way to go before they are relevant again. What you got? Get, 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 go Tigers. Yeah, yeah. Why did you, why <laughs> did I even think that you were going to pick Texas A&M? Why did you think I was going to say Giga Maggies? Giga Maggies. That's such a stupid thing to say. Go Tigers. Yeah, go Tigers. Uh, sure. Yeah, no, I'm getting, I'm picking LSU in this one, for sure. Yeah. Now, to be fair, Arkansas was an unranked SEC opponent, and they gave us quite a good bit of trouble. Um, that being said, I think we've had our trap game this year. I think you have, too. Yeah, very much so. Um, especially with a revitalized running back committee. Um, as long as John Emery can hold on to the dang ball, we will be good. LSU for the win. I LSU agree. for the win. Um, I think that's going to wrap it up here for the Panther Pod. Um, it's Rivalry Week, and we'll see you Sunday night. Absolutely. Right here. Uh, for that, I am Owens Pelnick. My name's Cole Connor. And thank you for listening this season. Have a very happy Thanksgiving. Yes, it is our Thanksgiving episode. Have a very happy Thanksgiving. Uh, and I hope none of your families talk about politics at all at the dinner table. <laughs> Uh, to all you Hokie fans, enjoy your mascot. Enjoy your mascot. <laughs> amen. Um, <laughs> amen. I figured uh, you'd appreciate it. Because uh, I certainly enjoyed chomping down them Hokies. Ooh. <laughs> them chokies uh, this, Ooh. Pa- <laughs> Ooh. Uh, this past year. But you know what? It's okay. Anyways, for that, I'm Owens Pelting. My name's Cole Connor. And thank you once again for listening to the Panther Pod. <laughs>